is no free stuff. The Lonely Children Podcast. Do you have a plan? I don't even have a plan. 800. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Children Podcast with your favorite hosts, Faith and Faith. Shall we start with a spark card? Yeah, let's do a spark card promotion again. Mm-hmm. It just comes free with... Free promotion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a buy one, free one thing. So when you listen to us, <laughs> you know the spark card comes together. Ew. This one's a bit different. Oh. What's a misconception people have about you? Huh. <laughs> I can give you a list. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Misconception. I mean, depends on the person, mm-hmm. but my family would say mm-hmm. I'm shy, and my friends would say I'm outgoing, and I think both are untrue, because I may not be shy, but I don't think I'm outgoing either. I think I'm an introvert, but okay. when I want to socialize, I can. Right. Because, you know, there's this thing where it's like everyone is an introvert and an extrovert is just how much you are of each category yeah okay that's interesting on the other hand i cannot think of one for myself <laughs> wow <laughs> what's the misconception people have about you huh oh okay i got it now so i think this one just happened pretty recently as well someone asked if i could speak mandarin and i said yes mm-hmm. And they couldn't believe it because they thought I was a banana or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so so that... I remember that asking go. you if you could read Mandarin and then you said yes. And I was like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think of it too. Yeah, okay. So I found one. <laughs> there we go. I always forget that you went to a Chinese government school. It just doesn't click in my brain. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, why? Because you're more banana than I am. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, just down to the facts that you call your parents mom and dad. I don't even do that. Right, right. Actually, that that changes throughout the years. I remember when I was younger, I used to call them, I think, mommy, daddy. But yeah, I guess it's never been ma or pa, you know, like a very Asian way. Mine has always been mama and papa. Oh, okay. Never even mommy or daddy. Okay. Yeah. Because the thing is, both my parents are bananas well they understand <laughs> they if you speak chinese to them they can understand and they can speak mm-hmm. minimal they can reply you minimally y- you uh-huh. get me yeah well but, me too <laughs> yeah but but they've never learned how to read or write or speak so i guess i grew up in an english speaking environment <laughs> and that's why in a way actually i remember the first uh-huh. day i went to my primary school which is the chinese government uh-huh. school i was a mini banana then <laughs> because when I was in kindergarten I used to go for Mandarin classes outside so uh-huh. that I learned some Mandarin yeah uh-huh. so I knew a bit of Mandarin before I went to school and when I was at school I remember speaking in English while all the other kids were just like eh? <laughs> yeah it was really funny so yeah there we go bananas pajamas <laughs> yeah you know I actually had to perform that song Really? For my kindergarten That's performance so cute. with the costume and oh everything. Oh my gosh. I love it though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We gotta do it one day. Be yes. like one and two, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's my childhood. Until I did At least have a you watched. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I was like, at least you know that one. 
Yeah, and Elmo like, was my for favorite. For people who don't know, I remember the first time I asked mm-hmm. you, like, did you watch Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? And I like, didn't. I didn't. No. Yeah. I I watched it every <laughs> night after school. <laughs> Wait, how old was this? Because, okay, I didn't... About eight. Right, that's the thing. I have... I didn't watch TV between the ages of about eight to, let's say, 11. And the only TV I would watch is... CSI or cooking channel <laughs> and that was only for about an hour or so yeah so it's very minimal TV time for me that's why I when people talk about these TV shows I would always say I didn't watch them okay what did you yeah. do with your time if you're not watching TV because okay for me as mm. an only child if I'm not playing with other kids mm. then I'm at home watching TV because mm-hmm. what else am I gonna do mm-hmm. I feel like I explained this in previous episodes okay, here's how my day goes I go to school, I go to daycare, I come home. Actually, no. I don't usually come home straight away. Some days I would have this uh, mental math class at night for about an hour before I went home and um, just did my homework until probably like 11 or 12. Okay, here's a funny thing. Oh, and then on other days I have ballet. but I knew that, but Mm -hmm. that was when you were eight? Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) I had this probably like throughout my entire primary school life. I can't so even was, remember yeah. me doing my homework when I was eight. <laughs> no, I have to say, what I realized was when I was in primary school, I slept later and I woke up earlier than I did in high school and <laughs> college and uni. Can you imagine that? When I was <laughs> in kid. primary school, I mm-hmm. was so sleepy in the morning that mm-hmm. my dad would put on my socks for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, love it. <laughs> so I was like, I cannot move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew all those things, but I didn't realize it was, like, when you were that young. Right, right, I thought right. it was when you were, like, 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, actually, as I grew up, this kind of routine slowed down and eventually stopped. So, yeah, it's just starting a few years. But, uh, okay, that was in the past. I survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You survived. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, today we're here to talk about what we're s- still trying to survive, which is the, <laughs> the pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> which is now... Endemic, but still pandemic. Still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It feels no different for me here because everyone's still wearing masks. It's, yeah, it feels exactly the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except for when you go into a mall or mm-hmm. something, you had to scan mm-hmm. this code, but now they don't have it anymore. Like, yeah, that's the same. only difference. But I'm already conditioned where when I just go outside, I would just flip my phone out. And yeah. Be yeah. ready to scan and be like, yeah. oh yeah, I don't need to anymore. I can't believe Take it that back it's to... been two years though. Yeah. Like two years. Same. I, I cannot wrap my mind <laughs> around that, even though I probably should have by now. But yeah. Okay, let's take it back to 2020 where it all began. In the beginning of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does Star Wars start? In a galaxy far, far In away. In a galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there lay a planet called Earth. <laughs> Earth 616. <laughs> wait, are we Earth? Wait, what? We are 616. Let's take it back to the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In January, that was when I found out about the pandemic. But the it wasn't virus. a pandemic at yeah. the time. Yeah, just the virus. I was concerned, but not that concerned. Mm-hmm. Then I went to two concerts mm. on the last day of Jan and the first day of Feb. Mm-hmm. And again, there was no concern. Mm. Nobody even thought much about it. People yeah. were just, it was you know, just, keeping up just, with the news. But it was yeah. just something. Whatever. In, yeah. But then I talked to a friend in my my school mm. a few months later, and he said, 
he was thinking of going to one of the concerts that I went to, but he didn't because of COVID. And I was like, right. wow, back then I didn't even enter my mind to not go somewhere yeah. because of COVID. But then it wasn't declared as a pandemic yet. So technically yeah. you didn't have anything he, he to worry was about woke. yet. <laughs> he, was woke. he could see the future. But then he again, knew. I went to the concert and I was fine. Yeah. I got to see Anna front row, so mm-hmm. no regrets. <laughs> That's so nice. I miss going to concerts. The last one I went was Girl, in same. 2018 or oh, 17. I have to tell you something. Right. Green Day is mm-hmm. coming to Singapore in October for the F1. Oh. But okay. I don't think I'm going to go because the tickets are expensive and they're only going to play a few songs. Right. It's Green Day. Hey, didn't you, and I really didn't you hope they play a the concert. Yeah, and then it didn't oh, happen tens. because of the pandemic. Okay, damn. Oh, well. Yeah. <sighs> it was not just Green Day. It was Green Day mm. with Fall Out Boy and Weezer as their opening acts. Nice laugh. Oh, no, it's not that. nice because I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. As long as they're still around, there's going to be an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, my 2020 was not that much different. I think you said your lockdown started in April, right? Mine started yeah. in March when they declared it was a pandemic. And the day it went, I thought the entire world went into a lockdown on that day, you know? Like on that no, day. No, because I right. remember being in school mm. and then I saw so many other schools going mm-hmm. online. And my friends and I were just like when is it our turn? Because at that point, right. we were excited to not go right, to school. Right. So we were like, when are we going to have online school? Mm-hmm. And so our school was a different time mm-hmm. than other schools, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. In my mind, it was always just the world went into lockdown pretty much on the same week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember hugging my friends and my teachers and saying, I'll see you in two weeks, which never happened because it became two months and then it was graduation so yeah that happened and of course IB cancelled their exams so must be nice I had to go for my exams right right I remember though on the day of my last exam Mm -hmm. my friend and I were like let's meet up early to study and then we ended up shopping (laughs) and when we got to school we mm-hmm. went to the student lounge and the smart kids were studying really hard and we mm-hmm. were there laughing at the corner and we were of distracting them. Were. <laughs> of course you were. But then when online school actually happened, well, I feel like I just didn't go to school at all that year because nobody paid attention in online school mm-hmm. and our cameras were off all the time. Mm-hmm. My friends and I were just on call 24-7 mm-hmm. the whole lockdown. Mm-hmm. But then they still made us go for exams, which didn't make any sense because I think the teachers knew we weren't learning anything. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we did, we would be interacting with the class. But right, right. Like, yeah. after the second week, mm-hmm. nobody was replying to the teachers the or anything. Like, Everyone the... said, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, not working. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I think the best interaction I had, though, was with my English teacher because mm-hmm. I showed up early. I logged in early for the online class. Mm. And then we just started talking about books and movies and stuff. And nice. then I told him I like Joaquin Phoenix. And at the end of the class, he made a PowerPoint page of Joaquin Phoenix movies that people should watch. And I'm like, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah. My experience with online school was continuous i did Mm -hmm. the last part of my ib online and it was very weird because 
previously we would have been, you know, studying for our finals. And then mm-hmm. since it got cancelled, mm-hmm. now we just did a lot of presentations, which was actually very fun. Not gonna lie. Because, you know, you get to... Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you got to pick topics that you actually wanted to do for the first time in your life. <laughs> Not something that's related to the curriculum or something. Obviously, it's related to the subject. You know, you can pick something that you're interested in. And then you work with your friends and all that stuff. So I would say that's a very fun way of learning. It's... Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. something you actually want to yeah. do. Yeah. And I wrote one of my English essays mm-hmm. on Joker. Nice. That that must have been so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. online school is a weird experience. Yeah. But I think I quite enjoyed the second half of 2020 because mm-hmm. in Melbourne, mm-hmm. they made everyone stay at home except for senior students, which right. was what I was. And so we had the option of staying at home mm-hmm. and doing online classes or going to school. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the flexibility because I could go to school and see my friends and then just log into the class mm-hmm, online mm-hmm. and we just go into an empty classroom and watch a movie it's perfect nice and mm-hmm. I think for me lockdown really wasn't bad at all because like I said my friends and I were on call 24 7 and we just watched a bunch of movies mm-hmm. and did workouts and all that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when we went back to school it was like nothing mm-hmm. changed in fact, we got even closer through mm-hmm. lockdown because have, of the calling time. Right. I have something to add here. Because I don't really remember being able to, in a way, call my friends as much as you did with yours. But that might just be mm-hmm. like the nature of my friendship with my friends, I guess. But yeah, I remember mm-hmm. then when you told me you were going to call your friend like, throughout the night and you guys just slept with your camera on and something. <laughs> it's like, that's a very interesting concept because I've never done that and I don't know anyone who did that besides you. Yeah, so it was like oh, another point I was going to talk about was obviously the social life aspect of this whole yeah. thing because well, that was basically non-existent for me and as we all know, video calls and just calls in general are just not the same, you know. Well, for yeah. me it was cuz my friends mm-hmm. and I had a Discord server mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for people are not familiar with discord you can enter a video chat whenever you want to Mm -hmm. so whoever's online would just click the video chat Mm -hmm. thing and they would be on video so whoever's available just joins the call Mm -hmm. and that's why we were on call all the time right because we had nowhere to go so Mm -hmm. everyone is on discord so we're just on call always we invited some people from our class as well and then made friends with them because of online school Mm -hmm. it's just like going through the list of names this guy looks cool let's all chat to him and then we facetime each other Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it was quite a fun experience Mm -hmm. interesting interesting also my friends were gamers that's why we had discord right because we all played video games all the time so yeah i do remember a lot of my gamer friends always just say join me on discord today and you you know me as a grandma with technology i don't really you (laughs) me i remember you telling me you had Call of Duty Mobile on your, on your iPad and you've never played? Yeah, I still haven't. See, for me, <clears> during <throat> the lockdown, mm. we did that so much. Mm. I remember there was one time we were like, guys, it's been a whole day and none of us has taken a shower. <laughs> so we're all like, okay, right now it's 10pm. We're all going to shower and come back at 10.20 and play 10, Call 20. of Duty. <laughs> so that's that's what we did. Okay, we all okay. went to shower at the same time, came back, played Call of Duty for the rest of the night. Right, right. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. You can't compare video calls to real life definitely but 
I think the lockdown made us closer because we were on video call all the time. Mm, mm-hmm. But the thing about the pandemic in general is that it definitely made me more prone to staying indoors because I was mm. in lockdown. I didn't mm-hmm. have to leave my house. Like, right. Actually, right now, like I said in the last yeah. episode about social withdrawal, yeah. I think right now I'm so comfortable staying in the house mm-hmm. because of what we went through in the lockdown. Yeah. Actually, I was going to bring that up as well because I definitely feel that way or at least felt that way. I think I still do, but to a much smaller extent now. Mm. Yeah, because I remember telling my friend that I have become somewhat of a hermit because I've never been a hermit (laughs) in my life. I mean, growing up, I was never really at home a lot in a sense where if I was not at school, I was doing something. And usually mm-hmm. it's not at home. Yeah, and I also spoke to my mom about this, where I'm like, hey, you know, I've never been in the house this <laughs> long in my life. The amount of hours and just my presence in this house mm-hmm. is more than my past 18 years <laughs> of me <laughs> existing. Yeah, it was just, man, it was crazy. Yeah. You know what you got me thinking? Mm. Right after lockdown ended, mm. I definitely went out more than I usually do. Mm-hmm. I went to my friends' uh, houses. Yeah. We met up for a coffee mm-hmm. all the time or went boxing or whatever. Mm-hmm. We did that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I just went out every single week. Mm-hmm. Then after that, hype went away, I guess. Then right. I just started going back into staying in my room all yeah. the time. I think I think maybe a lot of us did that as well. And Okay, I don't know if anyone's ever used this term for you, but when I talk to people, we always say it's kind of like we're just a bunch of prisoners being let out of prison for the first time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's so, what my friends and I said, too. The right. first time we saw each other after lockdown, we were like, I feel like I just escaped prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like just doing everything you can to compensate for lost time or something. Yeah. 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 Now I feel like I'm doing the opposite. I'm compensating <laughs> for going out so much it's, okay okay yeah. i'm not sure where i am with this whole thing you know <laughs> what i just realized mm-hmm. the first time i mm-hmm. came back to kl yeah after the pandemic happened i went out every single day for the whole time i was there was and was it this this year yeah yeah yeah, right. the, yeah the last time i right, came back right. every single day and i would come home mm. 11 or later mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. but i didn't feel tired or anything because i was making up for prison time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then after i came family. back yeah yeah after i came back i slept for so long mm-hmm. like it was like i had jet lag even though it was across the pond but i slept for <laughs> so <pond>. long <laughs> <laughs> for some reason i definitely got way more sleep than before but i guess it makes i'm not actually this is debatable because i know a lot of people like our peers and you know people our age uh-huh. young people who would get less sleep because they were at home so much and you know when you're at home you, your sleep schedule is messed up and all that stuff yeah yeah but f- here's the thing i don't play video games i don't really watch tv i do more nowadays <laughs> but still i don't think i can compare to a lot of other people okay so i think that's in a way there's no reason for me to stay up late and anyway i, I get mm. tired really easily some people still call me a baby so yeah, I guess I never really messed up my sleep schedule. And in fact, I extended it. So, yeah. 
That was mine. mine was the complete opposite. Ah, there we go. Because I do play <laughs> video games yeah. and I do watch TV yeah. shows. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But then I was thinking, because I know where to go, so, right. you know, right. why would I need to wake up early? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we had a lockdown, right? Our first lockdown. And then mm-hmm. in June and July, oh, I actually went on like two trips then, like one in June, one in July with my friends mm-hmm. right after we graduated. Because, well, after that, everyone was going their separate ways. So that was kind of like our graduation trip in a way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So after that, I immediately went to uni in August. And mm-hmm. again, it was still online classes. And okay, I'm going to talk more about this later. But yeah, because I just came out of college from mm-hmm. online college and now I'm going to mm-hmm. online uni so it wasn't that different it's just that I was just in a totally new environment and I don't know anyone because it's online school mm-hmm. right yeah my point is that I still had to wake up early because I would still have 8am lectures to attend right and yes I wake up and attend I did not learn the hack of going back to sleep because for some reason I decided it was a good idea to attend I was gonna say, yeah. my friends and I woke each other up for 8am classes just to go back to sleep on call with each other. So right. also I listened to my online classes like mm-hmm. a podcast mm-hmm. with my AirPods on and I'd walk around the house and cook or something. Oh, yeah. that's a, a skill mm-hmm. I picked up during the pandemic is mm-hmm. I cooked way more than I ever have. Yeah. I don't think I was the one doing a lot of the cooking, but I did <laughs> cook a bit. Because uh, it was mainly my parents. And this was still mm. a really new thing because before the pandemic, we would eat out a lot, you know? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this aspect, we definitely, you know, I definitely eating healthier and I felt healthier. And, oh, actually, at the start of the pandemic in 2020, I was working out very diligently. Is that same? Yeah, yeah, right, right. I think I think a lot of people uh, yeah. did. Yeah, and then a after that, it was just like, no. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my friend and I did it every day. Yeah, it right. was that that two week ab thingy that oh. everyone was obsessed with, yeah. and we did it every <laughs> single if, right? day during <laughs> online class. <laughs> Amazing. We were like, yeah. this is so boring. I'm gonna fall asleep. Want to mm-hmm. work out? Okay, sure. <laughs> I must say that I think there's just the general feeling was just a lot of uncertainty. Not that there isn't any today. Uncertainty Mm -hmm. never goes away, but I think back then especially, it was just lots and lots of that. Every Mm -hmm. single day there was talk of when is this going to end? When the pandemic is over, we're going to do this and that. Yeah. And I'm still waiting. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel that it's a bit better now, like in Singapore, or just like in general. How how do you feel about the way things are now? Here's the thing: when mm. I was in Melbourne, mm. trains would be empty, the mm-hmm. city would be empty, and when I moved back to Singapore, there has not been a single empty place that mm-hmm. I've been to, mm-hmm. and I feel like either everyone or most people here have gotten COVID, or it's just such a small place that you you can't find the empty place. But, right, yeah, I felt so claustrophobic when I came back because mm. when I was in Melbourne and I go to the city to see my friends or something, and then I take the train back, there would be, like, four people in the same carriage. 
Wow. And then when I came back here, mm-hmm. there was not a single seat mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It was such a change of pace. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. people here just definitely find it more than you normal to just do their regular everyday things. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny though because they kept enforcing this rule of only being able to go out in groups of two. In but Singapore? the trains would be packed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, like, there was never right. a single empty train in Singapore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they still enforced this rule. And I was like, mm-hmm. just, if you just go to lockdown for a little bit, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, have less cases. But, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. they won't. So. Okay. I feel like in Malaysia here, it got more hectic after they <laughs> eased on almost everything and right mm-hmm. now when basically everything's open they open our international borders and mm-hmm. uh, mass isn't if i'm not wrong is it isn't required but i still see people wearing it everywhere because you know mm-hmm. ain't nobody want to get it <laughs> yeah it's just that everything's reversed now like everything's just back to everything in general is way more hectic Though. Yeah, because like I said, when I came back to KL, I had to do COVID tests every day mm-hmm. for the first week, mm-hmm. and it was such a hassle and also a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I had to go to a certain place to yeah. get my COVID test yeah. and then sit there and wait for the results before I could go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, right after you left, I think it was last month or something when they stopped uh-huh. doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I also remember before I came to your house. Mm-hmm. My mom told you to do a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Before we went to staycation. My oh mom yeah, was like, tell yeah. her to do a test. <laughs> yeah, no worries, man. I still have about thirty self-test kits in my house. Yeah, I much prefer the Malaysia's test than here because Malaysia's like saliva, and then here you have to stick the thing up your nose. You mean they only sell nasal self-test kits? They don't. They don't have the saliva what? self-test kits? They don't recognize this the <gasps> saliva one oh, here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Damn, okay. No, I, I only do the saliva ones. I cannot yeah. stick something up my nose so so far up it's my nose. It's awful. You know? And yeah. my sinus issues. Yeah. Woof. Oh, did I tell you? This is so funny. I did my very first PCR test in the hospital when I got dengue because it was a requirement <laughs> for people who wants to stay in the hospital to do a PCR test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so basically, I've never had any reason to do a PCR test before that. And it's been two years. Wow. Wow. I know, same. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, most of my friends did their PCR test when they were at the airport, when they had to go overseas to study and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, I didn't, so, yeah, I just never had a reason to I do I can't it. remember what was my first I think it was before I came back to KL as well but it's but okay it was, it was so deep too oh, oh really mine yeah. felt okay actually I'm not sure no, if yeah. they did I in don't know maybe Malaysia different people. was fine right right but in Singapore it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah the way some people describe it is like reaches your brain I'm like okay now you're making me not want to ever get a PCR what's funny is people's reactions to it mm-hmm. my mom she coughs after oh, getting okay, it done okay. for me I just sneeze constantly I see it's really funny okay oh yeah let's talk about mm-hmm. life before the pandemic oh my gosh I must just say during the pandemic it really just makes you appreciate every single oh, yeah. thing that you used to take for granted 
Yeah, mm-hmm. even something as simple as going to school physically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I had such mixed feelings about school. It was really funny mm-hmm. because at the start, I was waiting for us to go into online school. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in online school, I was like, when are we going back to, to actual school? Right. And it was just the constant back and forth mm-hmm, throughout the mm-hmm. whole... For me, I did enjoy online school. But then... Yeah, I think as time went on, once I reached online uni, it got mm. a bit like, uh, okay, guess we're doing this again. I don't know for <laughs> how long, but we're gonna do it anyway. Online classes, it's the best solution for, you know, not being able to do classes physically, but it's just, mm-hmm. mm-mm, nope, <laughs> nope, yeah. It's just I was so gonna good. say, mm-hmm. I enjoyed online school because I didn't. Didn't need to school. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're supposed to keep the secret, you know, and now we're just spilling all the... We're spilling everything. It's okay. (laughs) One billion people experienced online school life, so we all know the secret. (laughs) Yeah. I meant we spilled the secret to people who didn't know that. Actually, actually, people who don't know that... (laughs) I want to know who... our parents. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Actually, I don't know about you. Maybe not, but... My parents were pretty in the know as to whether or not I was doing <laughs> class because, you know, my study area is like an open area. Um, so, like, people would walk past and, and stop by and all that and kind of check in on me. So My parents yeah. didn't care. <laughs> Neither uh, were my aunt and uncle that I was living with because I would go into the kitchen and cook and they're like, aren't you supposed to be in class right now? I'm like, I am in class. Yeah. That's the best part, honestly. Just being able to just do something while you're listening to yeah. your like, teacher talk. Yeah. I do miss but that. But I also mm-hmm. did that in school. We had a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. like, next door. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of class, we would just go to 7-Eleven and get a coffee and a pastry. Mm-hmm. And then go back to class and eat in class. Nice. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention, I still have online classes today. Right. Just the lectures. But it's still, I think it's quite useful though, because it's a lecture and you can do it at home, you know. Yeah. Mm. I guess they don't want to crowd the campus anyway. Oh my gosh, dude. So here's the thing, right? Because I didn't really go to uni for the uh-huh. past one and a almost half years, which mm-hmm. is about 80% of my uni life so far (laughs) yeah and I properly went to uni only this semester which is Uh March yeah so it's only been about two months of me actually getting somewhat (laughs) of a uni experience yeah it's so funny yeah and oh my gosh it's so crowded I cannot believe it I think I'm experiencing what you're experiencing in terms of like you moving say. back to Singapore yeah in a way because you're talking about the whole train situation yeah, yeah. Th- I think that's me because before that it was like it wasn't that way I actually remember before mm-hmm. the first lockdown the mm. city was so insanely crowded like when we went for lunch mm-hmm. and we could barely walk past one street because mm-hmm. there was so many people mm-hmm. and then after lockdown we had the whole place to ourselves mm-hmm. and we were like wow look at this whole town just for us yeah <laughs> Must be nice. Oh. It was. <laughs> How was your life before the pandemic? What, what did you learn to appreciate more, I guess? Definitely family, because mm-hmm. before 
the pandemic, my family came to visit pretty often because mm. I live in Melbourne. So my dad lives in Taiwan. So he came from Taiwan. And my uncle and grandparents in Malaysia, they all came at the same time. And we would go out and mm-hmm. go on road trips and all that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have that during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. until today, like it's been two years or more mm-hmm. since we've all been together in one place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's a big one and i think during lockdown i really just wanted to open the front door and run outside oh (laughs) because i was really tired of being in that house but yeah i definitely took for granted seeing my friends all the time because we're Mm -hmm. in the same school Mm -hmm. so i think that's also why most of us did Mm -hmm. yeah after lockdown, that's why we just went out all the time mm-hmm. and like yeah. saw each other as as much as we could. Yeah, yeah. One thing I should have done more before the pandemic was travel. <laughs> then again, it wasn't. I still had no money to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's so much harder now because of the restrictions and mm-hmm. the guidelines and the tests and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm still waiting to get to travel. Yeah, it's okay soon. I think next year will be a bit better because even now countries are starting to ease up a, b- a bit more yeah so just if they continue then i think they're just gonna keep easing things up so we'll see how yeah <laughs> it yeah. also reminds me mm-hmm. of how much this pandemic has changed plans because like i said mm. before i was really hoping to do a gap year after high school mm-hmm. and because of this couldn't do it then I had to go to uni which I hated so much that I dropped out after mm-hmm. three months and so it kind of just screwed up everything mm-hmm. because again I never really intended to go to uni at yeah. all yeah yeah I, I was just thinking about the kind of news I would hear because I think in a way I'm really grateful that I'm at this age, like experiencing mm-hmm. a pandemic at this age, because if I was any younger or any older, life would have been a lot more difficult. Wouldn't you agree? Like if yeah. I was older, I would have to worry about finances and my job or something. And if yeah. I was younger, I think even until today, a lot of the kids are still struggling with, you know, just school and all that, because in Malaysia, especially mm-hmm the government schools, right? They would go to school for, what, two weeks and then not go to school for, I don't know, the next few weeks or something. It was very inconsistent and it was just so difficult. That's what I've been hearing anyway. I'm not really sure if I'm correct, but yeah, I can't imagine being (laughs) at any other age right now and I'm just so glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. I was going to say when I was back in KL, Mm -hmm. one of my cousins had a basketball game in school Mm -hmm. And his mom was like, you're not going to school tomorrow because there was a case in his class. And he was like, he was like, most mothers ask their kids to go to school, but my mom doesn't want me to go to school. Mm -hmm. And he was just laughing about it the whole time. Mm -hmm. But it does make sense, though, like if there's a case and and your mom's going to worry. Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's crazy, isn't it? You know what blows Mm -hmm. my mind? What? That there's kids that were born into the pandemic i know and they're just in this world of masks and hand sanitizers yeah i can't imagine my childhood being like that yeah you know yeah my mom made a joke she's like 
these kids will probably think that showing your face is like a crime <laughs> or something, you yeah. know? Because like, that's what they were, in a way, yeah, like you said, born into. Mm-hmm. That's their norm. Yeah. It's so because fun. thinking back mm. on my childhood, I went to the kids' jungle mm. gym things mm-hmm. so much. So imagine not being able to do that as a kid from today. That mm. would suck mm-hmm. if it was me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably never told you this, but I've actually never been to a jungle gym thing. I know what it is. Oh but my god. <laughs> Chandler thing. <laughs> I swear if you watch all my home videos, mm-hmm. I would be there at least four times in one one hour long clip. Nice. Like that place was my sanctuary. Okay. You've never been to a jungle gym as a child? Wait, have you you've been to the mall Wanotama, right? Have you seen that yeah. spaceship area thing? Yeah. That's I had my ninth birthday there. Right. That's that's the most I've been to. Okay. If that wow. counts. Yeah, that's that I went. Yeah. Ah. I remember there was one that mm. was it was in a mall as well, but it was its own place, not in the middle of mm. the mall. Mm-hmm. And it was round like this, so that was all the things you climb up mm-hmm. and stuff. And then in the center they had this ball pit thing mm. which it was kind of like the sign center where you put a ball in this thing and mm-hmm. it floats. And then you can put it in a... It sucks up the balls and then you press a button and it all falls from the ceiling. It was so much fun. Okay. I miss being a kid the most because of that. If I could still go to these places as an adult now, mm-hmm. I would. Actually, yeah, we're kind of like almost adults now. Yeah, it would be a bit, <laughs> a bit funny. I mean, we still have stuff like... District 21 and all that. But yeah, it's true. Not the same. They don't have ball pits. <laughs> yeah, I do miss ball pits. Okay. Right. Yeah. And bouncy castles. Okay. Yes. Actually, I was going to say, I was going to ask you to come to KL in September during my birthday, and then I'll go rent <laughs> a ball pit <laughs> and a bouncy castle rent for my 21st. <laughs> yeah. You should and, get and, an yeah. inflatable pool. And yeah, I've been wanting. Ball pit. I've been wanting to do that. Maybe I should do that. You know, what? I I think I'm yes. gonna. Yes. Can you come in September? Just just come for a week. <laughs> we'll celebrate our sure. birthdays together because they're really yes. close to each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's covered. We have a lot of things to do. <laughs> Even a from lot. last episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we've already established that we don't see each other much. So. Yeah. We have so much to do. Mm-hmm. What other new habits did you lose or gain during the pandemic? I think <laughs> my main one is food, because you know you had to eat at food. Home, so, yeah, I uh, I really appreciated all the home cooked food though. I didn't get a lot of it before, mm. so yeah, that was sweet. What about you, I cooked more, mm. but I think we still had equal amounts of takeout mm. when mm-hmm. it was back again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I actually really did enjoy cooking more. Right, Because it yeah. was kind of therapeutic in a way. I remember you sending me all your food stuff and I'm just like, looks yum. You gotta cook that for yeah. me. My friends and I did this one month vegetarian challenge. Right. That was when I had to cook more because, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't mm-hmm. eat meat. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was quite interesting trying to come up with recipes from just whatever that was in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, new habits... I'm going to start with my bad one, which is number one, spending more time social isolating because I got used to it during lockdown and now it's a comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. 
and having anxiety over COVID throughout the entire pandemic. Mm-hmm holding my breath before I go to sleep. Do you um, kind of just have anxi- like anxiety a lot? Because you said you yes. got a bit of anxiety when I got dengue, and then now you said about COVID. Yes. Yes. I have anxiety about a lot of things. Oh. I feel like that's one thing about the pandemic. is it's kind of, It kind of heightened it more. Right, right. Especially when it comes to illnesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think I've always had some form of anxiety and just constantly worrying about what could go wrong Mm. that's another topic (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah having anxiety over covid i don't know if we mentioned yet but i did get covid oh yeah you did and it was quite recent (laughs) as well it was quite recent it was in the middle of march and you didn't and it lasted for about 12 days yeah and you said it was just (laughs) you didn't even leave the house Uh, i couldn't even leave my room my mom cooked food and then put it at my door yeah. and leave it there. No, as in, and like, was, you didn't leave the house to get COVID. It was because your yeah, mom yeah, had yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think those stories uh, are the best where it's, like, you didn't even go anywhere and you're, like, in the safest place possible. I was, possible. like, you didn't even need to isolate in your room. I didn't have to keep bringing stuff to your door oh, <laughs> if wait, I was really? going to get COVID. When your yeah. mom? No, because she got it first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she was isolating in her room, and then I would right, bring right. her the food and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I got COVID, and we're like, mm. you don't even need to isolate in the first place. But then it was me isolating. Mm. I don't know why. Like, she had the house, and I had my room. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, she would just put food at my door. Mm-hmm. And then I told her to buy baby milk, <laughs> because I wanted to drink warm milk. Oh, Everything felt, my throat felt horrible right right and yeah would do you yeah do people like know, a comfort do people know what strain they got because i'm pretty sure it was they said Om- i got omicron yeah i got omicron yeah because because i think, I think it depends mm-hmm. on what part of your body gets affected the most and for me yeah. it was my sore throat so. yeah yeah i've been yeah. hearing a lot of people get sore throats and then they get tested and then it's covid and then they say it's omicron <laughs> <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> it's like, can you hear? I'm in pain. The pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I definitely read a lot more. And then that's where yes. we kind of like started exchanging recommendations and all that. Yes. Yeah, and then Can I just say yeah. something? So I've been tracking mm. the books that I've been reading. Mm. And last year, I read a total of 13 books. Nice. And right now, June... 2022 i've read 12 books Mm. in 2020 i read two books (laughs) let's hope you can get that to 24 by the end of the year yeah that'd be nuts Mm -hmm. but i'm constantly just running out of books to read these days that's Mm -hmm. what i've realized because i finished my book and i'm like i have nothing left on my shelf to read book depository (laughs) it is yeah yeah it's the best it really is please sponsor us <laughs> yeah. okay so yeah reading more mm-hmm. i started journaling actually no i've been journaling since high school but i think i journal a yeah, lot same. more yeah i forgot that i journaled during the mm. start of the pandemic mm-hmm. and i was going through one of my notebooks and i just found my my journal from mm-hmm. the pandemic and it was really interesting to read this day the lockdown happened right and yeah all that stuff yeah. i was like i don't remember writing this mm-hmm. but okay mm-hmm. yeah but until today i still journal mm-hmm. a lot i think it helps definitely does it just it, for me it helps ease 
some anxiety that I would have, but obviously I don't think I can compare to the levels of anxiety you have. <laughs> oh, you know what? This might not even be considered as a habit or something, but it's just something that I've started to do. I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube, and you know before that, I only go on YouTube to watch Dora. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that's a character development on my part. <laughs> I watch YouTube now. Mm. Yeah, and... Yes. So January last year, that's when I discovered Yes Theory, thanks to you. So yeah, that was a major change in my yeah. life. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, not very significant. Were you but, into yeah. the 2014 YouTube era? Um, no, but my friends were, so when I would hang out with them, I would be watching with them, but I don't actively watch Okay, own, if that makes sense. I remember that was my peak of YouTube obsession. Right. <laughs> because all the best YouTubers were on at that time, right. and they were all friends, and yeah. it was just a... <laughs> A simpler time. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. It was, it was just a lot of those. Who was it? Connor Frenta. Zoella. Yeah. And Joe Sugg. Yeah. yeah those kind of things. Oh, remember uh, mm-hmm. the first day mm. we met? One of the first words I heard you say was Tyler Oakley. Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. But yeah, I, I guess I was watching some of his videos back then. Because of my friends. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I know. Actually, I just realized this a couple of weeks ago, which was very funny uh-huh. because back then, because I don't go on YouTube, right? I don't know mm-hmm. stuff like Pink Guy and all that. And uh-huh. then I, a few weeks ago when I stumbled upon a Pink Guy video, and I'm like, oh, I saw this when I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> so this, yeah. Okay. That's Joji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Realizations, huh? <laughs> I have secondhand embarrassment from my old self. I remember seeing a therapist mm-hmm. at one point and she asked me, What do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, A YouTuber. That's not so but bad. I was, no, 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 you don't mm-hmm. understand. I was not yes theory level YouTube. I was just obsessed with vlogs and stuff, right? So yeah. my whole life. How old were you? I mean, come on, cut yourself some slack. 13. <laughs> yeah. 13, 14. Girl. But my whole life like uh-huh. revolved around YouTube to the point where my parents thought, Mm. This is a problem. Cause, uh, I see. You know, when you doodle in class and stuff, mm. mine was all based on the YouTubers and all mm. that. Yeah. Okay. It's not yes yeah. theory level. <laughs> not yes theory level. <laughs> Can't get to that level. I mean, not yet. 2014 YouTube was so many challenge videos. Yeah, and yeah. Games it was just and fun stuff. stuff. It was yeah, really yeah. Fun. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much yeah. storytelling. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh, I remember watching Jesse Page because. My friend, yeah, she was always watching. I think, and she's like, I hey, remember my family thing. thinking YouTube was such a bad influence on me at the time because mm. it was those games and challenge mm-hmm. videos and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just fun, you right? Know? Yeah, they're getting paid to have fun. <laughs> like, what's better than that? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk about how we're doing now, somewhat post-pandemic. Awful. <laughs> no, I was Girl. gonna say, mm-hmm. I definitely developed new habits during the pandemic, but I can't really pinpoint what they are mm-hmm. because it's it's also it's, yeah, still it's it's ongoing, so embedded yeah but, into your new yeah yeah. <laughs> I get it though, I get it. But uh, generally, well, how are you doing now? Oh, I know. How are you doing? <laughs> As you can see, I've been binging friends. 
And I sent you a finally. I sent you finally a, a picture on Locket. I'm finally on season six, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Yeah. yeah. What's I gonna say? I think definitely um, reflecting a lot more and mm. stuff as well. Maybe because mm. there's stuff that we took for granted before mm-hmm. the pandemic. I did my weekly reflection thing today, mm-hmm. and I was just talking about how I was watching my home videos this mm-hmm. week. And I just realized how much I miss the family feeling because right, that's yeah. what I've lost during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And my dad sent me this article from the New York Times of the time that we've lost during Send it to the me. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows this chart at the top of the page of mm-hmm. your whole life. And it's in one tiny little box. Okay. And it's not that long at all. And so each time we have four different things, like time with our parents and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not that long at all when you look at it on the big scale. Wow. And then the pandemic mm-hmm. just took it away even more. Right, right. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine. But yeah, do send me that. I would love to take a look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. But reflecting a lot on stuff and then realizing what I took for granted mm-hmm. <laughs> in the past, which was a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think mainly I miss the family vibe <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah especially since the, you grew up with so many of your relatives and just family yeah. or you grew up with yeah which is one major difference between both of us see we really are exploring our differences this season <laughs> <laughs> like i just said i've been missing the family feeling and i feel like because i don't have family around me as much mm-hmm. or like my family hasn't been around all together in mm. so long mm-hmm. that I've just been feeling very isolated. Right. Literally and mentally. Mm. I'm, in a way, getting back that social life that I kind of lost. But it's still an ongoing process, again. So I had this talk with my uncle the other day, and I was just telling him about how, like, in a way, we, especially as people in our 20s, mm-hmm. are experiencing changes that we've never experienced before, whether or not we notice them, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, the way I feel and the way I see it is that because we've been robbed of two years, <laughs> um, yeah. we're experiencing all these changes now. Like post-pandemic and everything is just coming at us right now and for me it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. and that's how I've been for a while now maybe a few months just been feeling a bit overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh, a lot more than I used to be and I would say it's because I'm taking in all these changes like all at once does that make right. sense yeah so that's yeah. where I find myself these days, but I also am getting back as much social life as I can right now. And yeah, some of my friends are back from overseas and all that, so I've been mm-hmm. trying to catch up with them. Although, now that we're talking about it like that and you know, uh-huh. really reflecting, I just realized that it's only been six months since you know tw- the end of last year. And uh-huh. In a way, I'm not sure if sometimes if we're trying to make up for two years' worth of lost time ASAP. Do you know what I mean? It's only been six months, and in a way, we're trying to 
yeah, gain back what we've lost, like, the past two years. So, I guess I've been telling you this a lot. I and I keep telling myself to slow down because I, myself, have a lot of expectations for myself, of myself, mm-hmm. where I mm-hmm. want to achieve certain things and get my life together, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And some, I guess I don't realize that it really only has been six months. And, yeah, just slowing down, yeah. slow down. Yeah. That brought two mm. things to my mind. Mm. One was that, mm-hmm. yes, I do feel like we're making up for some lost time, mm. but because I moved mm. countries in the middle mm. of mm-hmm. the pandemic, I feel like I want to make up for lost time with my friends in Melbourne now. Mm-hmm. And I can't because I'm not there. Mm. And the second thing is, I think the pandemic has made me more unsure about things mm-hmm. in general. Going to uni, one. Mm-hmm. And two, just what my life would have been had it not been for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Doing a gap year or going on that mm-hmm. Europe trip that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just being gen- generally more unsure Doubtful, yeah. Anything, yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Also, one more thing I just remembered. Mm. In my journal Mm. during the lockdown, I did the tally thing, like, amount of days that we were in lockdown. Mm -hmm. Like, I was a real prisoner. Oh, my gosh. At the the beginning of my journal was (laughs) just... Just that you're not carving it into your wall. Tallies, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally did not watch too many movies. (laughs) I had so much free time that I... Stuck a bunch of posters on my wall mm. during the pandemic. My whole wall by my bed. I can see that right full. now. Yeah, <laughs> not not this room. The room in Melbourne. Oh, like, okay. Because my bad. I wasn't in school most mm. of the year, and we had printer credits. Right. So I just printed a bunch of posters <laughs> and stuck them on my wall. Love it. You know, I've never really gotten around to postering and or just decorating my walls in general. I've always wanted to, but somehow I never got around to doing it. I think it's very comforting for me. Because mm. when I first moved back and the wall was empty, I'm like, this doesn't feel like my room. Mm. And now that it's full of pictures of bands mm. and celebrities mm. and this picture of James Dean that I'm looking at right now, mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, it's more personalized. Yeah, And yeah. it feels like my, my space. Yeah. 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 Actually, there's, there's something about that as well that I kind of pick up from you. Because I know that you love personalizing everything you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I really like that as well because I realized I've never really personalized anything in general. <laughs> and in a way, <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is kind of like a confirmation bias thing or something, but in a way, I feel that <laughs> it contributes to my constant identity crisis because I don't see anything, you know, like for you, you say it's comforting when you look at your wall and you see all these things that reflect your interests yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, I don't have that. So, literally, I'm staring at blank walls, well, with some wallpaper. <laughs> but you know what yeah. that reminds me mm. of? When I stickered my phone, mm. and then you said you wanted to do the same, oh and gosh. you sent me like Can we not talk your about stickers, that? And, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm embarrassed thinking about it. Tumblr. <laughs> I know. And then you told me it's because you don't even know what you like. Which, honestly, I'm kind of confused by that because I don't know how to articulate this. But I, mm. I guess I'm confused about why you don't know what you like okay <laughs> i'm like am i supposed to answer that <laughs> yes yes you are <laughs> yeah and i think it's a very valid question because 
here's the thing I always ask myself like what do I enjoy doing like what do I just like uh. in general or whatever and most of the time I cannot even answer myself yeah hmm. I, I guess I'm constantly feeling like a blank piece of canvas <laughs> and I haven't painted it yet you know mm. yeah that's literally where I find myself right here right now in this moment but I guess it's also due to the fact that I haven't had time to ever explore things uh-huh. on my own. Mm. So that might also be a reason why. Yeah. Right? I yeah. think my mm. personalizing stuff definitely mm. helps build that because I like to personalize as much as I can just mm. to make it mine, you know? Even yeah. just annotating my books mm-hmm. because I feel like you know it's mine when you see it because I've written in it mm-hmm. and I've made my own points and mm-hmm. highlighted what relates mm-hmm. to me and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's why I also personalize my phone so that mm. it works best for me. Yeah. Like when you see it, my... you know it's yours yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. And it's lovely. That's why I say sometimes I'm not sure if this is a case of you know, confirmation bias because now that I know that I don't have these physical representations of my interests then in a way i'm attributing that to my identity crisis or something do you know what i mean Mm. yeah yeah because i guess one could argue why am i speaking like i'm writing i know why (laughs) i've been writing a lot (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah i guess i could say it's because i don't have these things and then i'm kind of making it a reason as to why i feel so confused about even stuff that I like. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, my mm-hmm. walls have gone through a lot of phases as well. Mm. When I was 11, mm. there were two ginormous One Direction posters. Mm. And then oh. when I was 15, maybe, mm-hmm. my whole wall was this Avengers stuff. Mm. And now it's, it's just a bunch of stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think the bottom line is my whole life, I've always asked myself what I enjoyed doing do you have stuff on your wall as a kid no oh yeah maybe okay. that, that might be interesting why as well. like, like mine was I, a bunch of my artworks mm, and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that might be also a reason because even growing up i never had that so in mm. a way i never really saw a reason to start having anything on my wall <laughs> you know yeah people would ask me you know like just normal conversation what do you enjoy uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. all that stuff very normal stuff and often I find myself struggling to answer that question because I ask myself that quite a lot as well. Yeah, I just hmm. can't answer it because I simply do not know. And it gets frustrating a lot. And sometimes I would hear... <laughs> I was just going to say I hear a lot of voices, but I must be sure. Girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know how you have the devil and the yeah. angel. And yeah, yeah. Shoulders? Yeah. So in a way, that's that's what I have in my head. Let's just put it out that I hear voices. <laughs> I hear voices. <laughs> I, hear voices. <laughs> I have these voices. It's like uh huh. When you're your inner critic. Exactly. Yeah. At which would yeah. go like, why does it? Why is it so important to you that you need to know what you enjoy anyway? If you enjoy something, just enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I guess in a way it's important to me because at least I know who I am. Does that even make sense? Right. I think mm. it's important because you can build off of it, whatever it is, you know? Right. I have a bunch of band posters mm-hmm. on my wall, then I know that 
I can expand on that music taste or you know learning new instruments or whatever mm. and then I have like right like somewhere to begin stuff on my wall yeah. so I read more activist books yeah you know yeah. yeah yeah somewhere to begin basically yeah another thing I realized is that again talked about this over and over and over again I grew up having so many things to do right that perhaps what I'm experiencing now is that I used to have so many things and people around me and just people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up with other people's ideas of what's best for me in a good way. Now I'm at a point where I need to figure out what's best for myself and I don't know where to start. It might be an excuse or whatever, but I don't have the time to do that. Yes, (laughs) we're going to argue that you have to make time for everything. I know that. But yeah, that's where I find myself with this whole identity. You know what? I feel like this is where my stubbornness debate comes into play but that's mm. a topic for another day because mm-hmm. I feel like yes I've had a lot of people around me with mm. a lot of different opinions and, mm. but I always go with what I care about mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what it is right so I, I never allowed people to tell you what push to me in a certain mm. direction mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. but that's a whole other topic right okay we're just about to go into a whole other topic for another hour, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that is it for this episode on growing up in a pandemic. Thanks for listening. And remember to subscribe, leave a rating, and a review if you've enjoyed this episode. And also, share. Share us, please. <laughs> share share us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to the podcast, you know, you can post on your story and we would love to repost it. Yes, so please. Follow us on Instagram at The Lonely Children. New episodes will be out every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to come back next week for another episode. And until then, this is Faith and Faith, and you're listening to The Lonely Children Podcast.